Welcome to the Embracing No Other podcast. And today I'd like to continue the series on energetic responsibility. And so far we've touched in on different areas and I think we've done doing and speech, blaming and mind movements. And today I'd just like to briefly touch in on a wonderful area to make really conscious to dive into kind of a deeper understanding of it and that is excessive emotional reactivity and I suppose it's a delicate area to speak about because one has to take a balanced approach because it's very healthy to be able to express one's emotions but then when we fall into a kind of excessive emotional reactivity there can be different patterns that we're not aware of happening and so it's just an area we can perhaps bring more conscious mastery to because often with an excessive emotional reaction we could say there's often a mental formation or a conditioned story or a deeper hurt that's underlying this current emotional expression. And if we just continually give, our, give ourselves to the same pattern of emotional reactivity, we can have, you know, a temporary relief that, you know, we express the emotion and then we feel a little bit better. There's kind of a release of energy. But Often underlying any emotion, there's also a sensation, a feeling. And especially true for anger and fear. And in fact, I'd say anger and fear are more, primarily they're more of a sensation that is then translated into an emotion. So we tend to focus on the emotional aspect and express that. And we often don't feel the feeling that's underlying it. And it is possible to feel a feeling without a kind of excessive emotional expression or without any mental amplification. And that's often the case, like when there's a strong emotion, there a mental overlay can come over a story, like why does this always happen to me or why do they always treat me like that or I'm no good or... So these mental kind of construct, conditioned stories of our kind of, our idea of self can really bolster themselves really, to continue themselves with this excessive emotional reactivity. So it's kind of like, if you think of it like the excessive emotional reactivity is like, how would we say? Maybe like a pressure cooker, the old style pressure cookers, that when they get to a certain temperature and pressure, then the steam bursts out the top. It's like, and then it eases the pressure inside. But unless we also attend to the heat that's under it, then it'll continue to happen. And there's another very important aspect to this kind of excessive emotional reactivity is also that 
you know, if we're helping someone, it's, it's so fantastic to be able to talk to someone, especially someone we trust and love, and to be able to, in a safe environment, express our emotions. But then there's also people that have a habit of a kind of emotionally dumping, or they're just discharging their energy onto someone else. And that can be very difficult for the other person. And it will temporarily help them, but it mightn't alleviate some of the patterns that are underlying that, whatever maybe unconscious feeling that is there. Or then there's the other aspect of, you know, we can very easily spill into projecting how we feel or our emotions onto others by you know, blaming or shaming that it's someone else's fault. And so it can be very useful that when you feel a strong emotional charge, it's, it's not that you have to stop the emotional expression. It's very healthy to express in, in certain instances. Actually, in some it's not. I'll get, maybe come to that later. But that if there's this emotional expression, that's fine and can be very healthy and appropriate for the moment. But can you also be with that feeling that's under it, the sensation that's under that kind of emotion, and to really to engage with it as pure energy, as a movement of energy, without mental kind of amplification or without, you know, the emotional reactivity clouding it so you can't you can't engage it or see it because what often happens then as well like if we don't get to this deeper layer under underneath the emotions that where there can be unconscious pain or hurt or trauma then the emotional reactivity will continue and continue And a damaging aspect of that can be sometimes like when we have strong emotional reactivity, it often propels out of us as words or acts that can be hurtful to other people or that we later regret, in fact. So really you could say the opposite to excessive emotional reactivity is presence. How to be present with your emotions, how to be present with the feelings and sensations under them, and also present to any of our own unconsciousness, any of our own stories of separations, feelings of separation that we haven't acknowledged. So it's a wonderful area to explore and, you know, There's also another aspect to, you know, some people see it as very healthy to express all emotions. And I'd say that depends because there's some, so we'll take anger for instance, 
So sometimes, you know, we say it's very healthy to express anger and sometimes we, we need to express anger to other people as a form of a boundary, you know, to, to be firm and say that's not appropriate or stop doing that, you know, and then that anger, that energy is very appropriate, very useful. But then there's just anger that kind of erupts up in us and next thing we're kind of vehemently engaged with someone, blaming someone, that anger is expressed towards them, but actually the charge of that isn't appropriate, it's coming from somewhere else, some of our own unexpressed previous kind of emotional suppressions. And then it's not so appropriate because we're, we're kind of maybe expressing anger from 20 years ago at somebody now that's quite innocent. So that's why it's very useful to be able to ascertain where any emotional expression or emotional charge is coming from. So it's always a fine balance and it's one we really have to engage in and understand and you know just as often we can have a feeling of fear but if we track it down we can see it's a sensation in the body and an ease in the body and if we can stay with that unease, that feeling and sensation in the body, there's possibility to transform it. So really we can go from expressing something as a means of catharsis, of healing and expression, which is great, to actually transforming at a deeper level. And then there's not that need for kind of excessive emotional expression. And it's an area for many years I had no idea myself how to feel a feeling. It, it seemed so, it wasn't within my framework. I wasn't educated in that way as I grew up. So it was something I had to learn and appreciate for myself the, the kind of the profound impact it can have to acknowledge deeper feelings consciously and express what needs to be expressed as well but consciously and not as a means of just an outburst, an energetic explosion. But again, it's that fine line, it's like there are certain times where pent-up energy just comes to the surface and it has to be dealt with. But there's also the possibility of learning how to mitigate that and go deeper and to heal that kind of patterning. And in, I hope to do a series on trauma and PTSD and complex PTSD and in the next few weeks, hopefully, if I get the time. So there's a small area for you to consider and 
Thank you for spending this time with me. I wish you well.